0: Welcome back to Colliding Worlds Radio. I'm your host, Angela Valenti-Romeo. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I want to remind you that Colliding Worlds Radio is heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon and on Sunday from 10 to 11. And you can always find us on iTunes figured that the broadcast will be up a few days after it airs. So we've been sort of, like I said, sort of traveling all up and down the California coast and in and around the valley and now we're going to go up towards Sonoma, which is beautiful in its own right. Also, very, very rich in artistic creativity. I don't know what else to tell you. It's more than wineries and I'm going to let the people who are here tell us who they are and a little bit about themselves. So, Vincent, you're on. Tell us who you are, what you do, and why are you here?
1: Hi, I'm Vincent Sassone, and I've been invited by you to come here to talk about pure art, and Franklin Williams is here, too, who's the artist that the documentary film Pure Art, the work of Franklin Williams, is all about.
0: Well, let's, Vincent, I want people to know you are also a professor,
1: I'm an instructor, of, an adjunct instructor of film at the College of the Desert, yes, and I've been um, working to build a film program over there. And you're
0: also a filmmaker. And I this am a is, filmmaker, yes. And this is not your first no, not. trip to the rodeo. No, it's um, Your first feature was? My first
1: uh, My first film was Italian Lessons. Uh, it was a... Uh, 36 minute film and got a lot of festival play and got me a lot of attention. And then I did a film a few years after that called The Tale of Two Pizzas, a feature film starring Vinnie Pestor and Frank Vincent, guys from The Sopranos. Yep. And um, uh, that got me a lot of uh, mileage. And uh, then I moved out here with my husband and I somehow managed to get up to Petaluma, um, Sonoma. We moved up there from my husband's work. and. Uh, serendipity led me to Franklin's house because I had been making um, short films for arts institutions and the Sonoma um, uh, Art Museum had uh, given me a grant to do something uh, about a local artist and Franklin had this show coming up and Diane Evans, the, um, the managing director of the Sonoma Art Museum at the time, dragged me down to Petaluma and... Uh, into this house in this studio, and then there was this madman in there named Franklin Williams, and I fell in love and took out my iPhone and started shooting immediately. And even though I had been hired, wasn't really hired, it was commissioned because it was a grant to do this little film to accompany the exhibition that would come by a year later, I knew that there was something more here than just that, and I started following the story.
0: When I first moved to California, I moved from Midtown Manhattan to Petaluma, California. Um, it was a culture shock, it was a change. Um, I'm not a person who knows the difference between the sound of a cow or a pig, and it was just amazing to me. It was a beautiful place, it was very different. F- Franklin Williams, how long yes, have you been in, how long have you been in Petaluma?
2: A long time girl. I've been here since uh, let's see. Forty-eight years.
0: You've seen a lot of changes, not only in Petaluma, but in the art world.
2: Um, yes. Well, Petaluma was a small village when I moved here. And, and uh, I moved here so I wouldn't have those interruptions that a city does give you. And I uh, created a studio, and I've been working on solitude and isolation and in heavenly bliss.
0: And that's how we should all be. When when Vincent approached you about doing this film, how did you how did you feel about it? I mean, some artists are re- very reclusive and you know don't want to be seen. Others just, you know, love the limelight. I mean, how did you react to someone coming and saying, "Hey, I want to follow you around with a camera, record everything you do and put it out there for the world to see?"
2: Well, thank God he didn't do that. <laughs> uh, uh, I think he uh, came in, and then I didn't notice, and then I thought he had left, but he stayed, <laughs> and he stayed, and uh, then there, it did turn into some sort of love fest. I thought, wow, I can I can free myself up and let him do what he needs to do, and I can uh, do it without any fear or trepidation, and I just uh, felt very comfortable with him. So it, I think it was a happening without me noticing too much, and, and there was no sense of uh, fear or, or trepidation. I just uh, it just happened. It was a great happening, and I learned to love him and, and respect his filmmaking and his sensibility about uh, art in general.
0: There's something so, about Vincent that you know when I first met him, I kind of fell in love with him too. I mean, there's 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 a, there's an intelligence. That's obvious, but the other thing I, I find when I talk to Vincent, there's, there's a real love for what he does. And, and I think that that, especially when you're doing a documentary, there has to be a love for your subject. And you have well, to have um, to gain that.
2: I, I hope he loves the subject. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was okay. when I see the film, I, I wonder who I'm watching, but I, I do recognize myself and hope it is a gift to uh, those that uh, see it, and especially the young people in this world who probably need it. They need something pure, like pure art again. So,
0: Vincent, what were you hoping to capture when you started with this project? Because uh, you look at Franklin Williams' career, and it it spans it spans the lifetime it spans different types of styles it's it's just there's just so much
1: well in terms of the short film first that the museum had commissioned me to do with the grant uh, it was basically um, They gave me carte blanche. I had worked with them before and they just wanted a profile of some kind on Franklin to accompany the exhibit. But what I saw in Franklin was when I started to learn his story that he really hadn't shown publicly in such a a way in a very, very long time. Uh, I learned from him that he had withdrawn from that art scene for certain reasons. Um, I began to see a lot of parallels in my own career too. I mean, I had made this feature film. It's a very difficult business, you know, movie making. And, you know, you you ask yourself, do I really want to go through that again the next time? I was doing fine, making a nice little living teaching and doing these little art museum movies for people. and But I'd really gotten away from what I had started to do. And I thought, wait a minute, first of all, as a filmmaker, I see a bigger picture here. Second of all, suddenly, because I've been doing these little short documentary pieces, I see myself now as a documentary filmmaker where I was purely thinking of myself as a narrative filmmaker before... And then I saw this one-year arc of Franklin, this artist who had pulled himself away from the the, the the art business and was making his way back into it. And I thought, wow, what a story to tell, a story about, you know, why he left and why he's coming back and why now. And it started to speak to me about, you know what is, what makes an artist? Who is an artist? And how does an artist live? And, you know, what are these fantasies we have about what an artist looks like and how he goes about his day or she goes about her day? And Franklin was breaking a lot of molds for me and resonating in my life, and so I, I followed it. You know, I heard this quote, just before I leave that, uh, you know, I think it was Hitchcock, and I just read this recently, and he said, you know, narrative film, the director is God, in documentary film, God is the director.
0: And there's something to be said for that, especially when you're talking about somebody with, with a career and a body of work that may not be familiar to everybody. And, you know, Franklin, you've, you've been creating art for a very long time. Um, <laughs>
2: yes, I have.
0: And, but you've grown with it. What I, what I found really cool when you start to look at your work is some artists, they just pick something and they never leave it. I mean, I, I interviewed one artist and he does one thing. Which is great, except that's it, and and he stopped. There was no, there was no growth. There was no passion. It 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 was all lost. It was very sterile. You look at your body of work, and it's anything and everything. And to me, that means it's driven by the soul and hand of the artist.
2: Yeah, the the biggest danger is to let art get in the way of your the making of art. Uh, I. I I've done it as a. I started as a young child, and, and uh, it was playful and it was loving, and it, it opened up a lot of uh, rooms and places that I never dreamed I could enter. I entered, I stayed, I left one room after another over a lifetime, and I have all these frames to show the evidence of of it all. But uh, art is dangerous it can take your heart away. You can, you can, uh, start to thinking about power and money and the gathering of things. It says something much deeper, like the spiritual aspects of making art and becoming more human uh, in your nature. It, and it becomes a real gift of uh, something you can't live without. You need it if you're going to 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 keep discovering a deeper self and, and, uh, the gift is is never understood, but it's it's a, it's truly uh, it's, it's it's again and again a definition of a deeper love for uh, the arts in general and the fact that you are one of those small participants working with love and and passion. So it's been a real joy for me, and I'm not through yet.
0: I I have to agree with you that art is a passion, and you can get lost with it when when the business aspect takes over or the critics take over, and both of those seem to have have an impact. Um, one of the things I find with some artists, it's like a musician. It's like, oh my God, what's your day job? Um, this is an, this is an honorable profession, and this is this is something that's crude critical and crucial to to the human existence i mean art art is a language and it's a language we can all understand we're going to take a little break right now we're going to come back and we're going to continue our little trip up to petaluma we're going to learn more about franklin and vincent's going to tell us more about this film stay with us we'll be back in just about 60 seconds Colliding World's Fine Art Gallery, located in the Cathedral City Art and Design District, represents unique works of art from local and international artists. Colliding World's Fine Art Gallery is located at 68895 Perez Road, Building I in Cathedral City. For more information, please contact 1-866-458-3592. And remember to tune in to Colliding World's radio every Saturday at 10 a.m.
2: The fourth annual Black History Month Cultural Appreciation Fashion, Music, and Art Extravaganza, Saturday, February 2nd, 2019. Sponsored by Contour Dermatology, Anika Brown Designs debuts its Palm Springs Modern Urbanite Collection. For more info, visit www.anikabrowndesigns.com.